Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1742. Thank you so much for joining me for it. As we've discussed a couple of times earlier this week, I am in the goo, as the Starfighters say. I am in atmosphere outside the studio. And if you're catching the audio version, then what you're hearing behind me is the sound of people working to lift the largest Star Wars mural. Catch the video version on YouTube or Facebook and you can see it right behind me. The whole mural, including, as I pan around for the video portion, a blacked out portion of it right exactly where the episode nine part of the panel of the mural would be depicted, which of course is very mysterious naturally, and I imagine that will be revealed in just two days time. And if you're catching the video version of this, we're gonna walk and talk right now because I'm gonna take you to someplace a little bit quieter because things are jumping around here at McCormick Place in Chicago, and we have stuff to talk about because J.J. Abrams was interviewed in advance of the episode nine panel, and he had some things to say about episode nine that are rather interesting in terms of the filming and the decision-making about even doing it in the first place. It was something where he had a moment where he was going to say no. And his wife, Katie McGrath, who is also the co-CEO of Bad Robot Studios, actually suggested that this was the right thing for him to do. And so he reached out to a writer who he says he admired very much, Chris Terrio, and called him and asked him if he would write Star Wars with him. And as Abrams recounts it to Fast Company, Terrio screamed when Abrams called and asked him the question. And of course, Abrams was asked if this was a scream of delight or a scream of terror. And Abrams says, you know, it was probably both. But ultimately, what it came down to is that, you know, there's a lot of passion there that Chris Terrio brought to the project and that, you know, sense of wonder that we all would have if we got involved in a Star Wars project. Whereas JJ was sort of approaching it from a, hey, you know, we've only got two years, it's a pretty tight schedule and we have nothing. We have no script, we have no designers, we have no sets, we got nothing. And so he was very brass tacks as far as his mentality goes. He really, you know, was looking at, oh my gosh, how are we going to get this all done in two years? So here's the part that I want to quote verbatim with you about what a monumental task they had to pull off in such a short amount of time. Abrams says that uh, it wasn't just following what we had started, it was following what we had started and then had been advanced by someone else, so there was that. And finally, it was resolving nine movies. While there are some threads of larger ideas and some big picture things that had been conceived decades ago, and a lot of ideas that Larry Kasdan and I had when we were doing episode seven, the lack of absolute inevitability, the lack of a complete structure for this thing, given the way it was being run, was an enormous challenge, unquote. Now, if that isn't enough to chew on between now and Friday's episode nine panel, man, I don't know what is. So let's unpack this a little bit. First of all, one of the big points of discussion has been the idea of the lack of a structure for this movie, the fact that it wasn't a trilogy that was plotted. And I think, you know, I've had some you know, personal challenges with this as a Star Wars fan myself, the fact that, you know, this was just by the seat of their pants. And I think I tend to forget, and we all tend to forget, that even though Lucas had structured a lot of the original trilogy stuff, a lot of that was seat of the pants as well and didn't show up until later drafts in later movies in the trilogy. So, you know, the fact that there wasn't an overarching structure from the beginning, you know, 
I don't think we get to hold that against J.J. Abrams or Kathleen Kennedy or anybody involved with Lucasfilm. I think, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. And, you know, maybe uh, a little bit of freedom in that regard might have been interesting for the prequel trilogy. I don't think I've ever had the impression that the prequel trilogy had that kind of fluidity. I think it was a lot more structured by comparison, was actually structured very carefully from a trilogy standpoint. And the other part of it, I will flag for you in just a moment after the break. Stay tuned. This episode's brought to you by Audible. You can get your free trial at sw7x7.com slash audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E. I've been checking out the audiobooks for Star Wars on Audible since the reboot of the canon with A New Dawn by John Jackson Miller. And everyone I've listened to, I've enjoyed the heck out of. And now they're coming out with an audiobook exclusive, Jedi Lost, that's going to debut on April 30th. So the only way you're going to get that is by getting the audio version. So you might as well get a free trial for Audible and get your hands on it. You can go to sw7x7.com slash audible, sign up, and when it comes out, you'll be all set. Welcome back. All right, so here's the other thing to chew on. Decades? What? What is he talking about? Stuff that's been around for decades. Well, that would have to suggest that they went back to some of George Lucas's original ideas about the story of Star Wars. I mean, we're talking about going back into the 70s and 80s, digging back into the original trilogy. And, you know, there have been things shared that suggest that even some of the ideas that Lucas had for the sequel trilogy have made their way into the sequel trilogy. And so, that suggests that there may actually be a tie with stuff that we've already had in the sequel trilogy going back to concepts that were devised so many years ago, it's absolutely impossible to wrap your head around. So that, I think, is one of the things that is probably going to be the most exciting to hear about when we hear about how they pull this movie together because, as Abram says, he thinks that they really have something incredibly special coming together. He's hoping that, you know, if it comes out as good as he thinks it's coming out right now in the editing room, that they are going to have something really awesome, and I hope he is right. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode, and you're hearing this today on the first day of Celebration Chicago, which is exciting and awesome and incredible, and there will be multiple updates coming from me and Celebration Chicago once we get things up and running. So for now though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>